0: Me or you? Hey, hey. Gina,
1: will you lower know that? We can't hear nothing.
2: I said he shouldn't have been left back into Ireland. That was my opinion.
1: And what's your opinion now?
3: Still the same.
4: I think it was right, the wrong place to do it. This is a land of begrudgers.
1: What I'm trying to find out is if anybody is still thinking or talking about Japan, Korea, World Cup, and what happened just before it.
5: <laughs> when you walk down any street in Ireland, and go into any pub in Ireland, people
6: are still talking about it.
7: We could do it without this controversy at this particular stage. Achille, now, get up the yard!
1: Saipan, May 2002. If you didn't live in Ireland at the time, or you're too young to remember, this is a chance to catch up. It was an event that consumed and convulsed the country. It was about sport, but it wasn't really about sport. If you had never talked to your mother about soccer, you would have talked to her about Saipan. We wrung our hands in desperation, waved them in anger, and joined them in fervent prayer that maybe the whole Saipan fiasco wasn't happening. And even when it was happening, we prayed and wished that it was all just a little tiff, that Ireland was just a private plane flight away from World Cup glory.
8: There's six years,
9: I suppose. That's what you it? It must be 15 years. 15? It's never 15, is oh, it? Oh, there you
4: go now. When was that? That was 1992, 19... was it?
8: Ten years ago, was it? Was that long ago,
4: was it? It wasn't that long ago.
6: You think of 2002, you don't think of Japan, you don't think of penalty shootouts. There's only one word, Saipan.
0: It's Saipan 10 years ago. It wasn't the, the atomic bomb, no. No,
2: no.
7: Saipan.
8: The slave pan. Saipan. So oh, Saipan. So
2: Good morning, RT Radio 1 on Friday the 17th of May. It's half past seven. This is Morning Ireland with Washington Duffy
10: and David Hanley.
3: The news headlines, preparations are underway across the country for polling day. Voting centres will be open for 15 hours. And the Republic of Ireland soccer squad will leave Dublin Airport this morning to begin final preparations for
11: their World Cup
3: campaign.
7: Tour operator responsible is Ray right. Tracy. Where are they going?
11: Uh, to Saipan, which is one of the Marianas Islands out in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, and uh, where the temperature is 85 to 90 degrees, and uh, the humidity is also 85 degrees. So it's going to be warm, hot, and sticky. <laughs>
9: Ocean Ingle, writing in The Times, says that employers are planning to play ball with football supporters desperate to get off work to watch the World Cup. Many large companies are planning to bring in large screens and stream the matches onto desks. Because there was money in the country at the time. Everybody was
6: looking forward to being a big jolly up.
3: contrast between then and previous World Cups was huge, because there was expectation then, whereas before we just seemed so delighted to be there, and we just didn't expect anything from it. Whereas in 2002, I think people actually expected a result.
4: No
3: Duff turning up the right-hand side and put them under pressure. He went to throw Damien Duff in line.
4: World Cup was always a huge occasion in the house. This goes inside his man, controls the pass well to Mark Kinsella. Kinsella switches the play to Gary Kelly. Everyone was looking forward to the World Cup. There's off a great pace down the right-hand side. Damien Duff comes wide to receive. There's McIntyre. The first time in eight years, so everyone was delighted. Really optimistic. Shea Given receives the ball. Plays it out to Gary Kelly in the right full back position.
9: Election done and dusted. And our focus has moved to Japan. At this stage, Mick McCartney, the lads... I think are reasonably well settled in their humid base in Saipan before they head to Japan for their date with Cameroon on the 1st of June uh, They're not the only ones
3: The people were out there thinking yeah, we're going to win this, You know, we've got Roy King on board we're going to win it You know, The lads were on
1: holiday on a tropical island they'd had a long season they needed to rest up before Japan and all was good until Maybe you turned on the Vincent Brown programme on late-night
8: radio. Oh, sorry, we don't have the carry man. We go to the star, Catherine Halloran. Uh, Catherine, what's in the star tomorrow?
10: Um, Roy Keane lost his cool today uh, during a training session and uh, had a bit of a verbal spat, not only with um, the boss, Mick McCarthy, but also with Paddy Bonner and Alan Kelly. And it's believed that Keane was a little bit mad with the training schedule that had been worked out for the goalkeepers because they were allowed to sit out the 30-minute training session, whereas the rest of the lads had to run up and down the pitch...
1: Hiya. Can I throw a word at you? Side pan. It's Roy
2: Keane?
11: Yeah, well, as, as far as I saw, anyway, it was Roy Keane threw the rattler out of the cradle because the, the blankets in the cot weren't warm enough. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you can my next one. <laughs>
10: This morning he said the training facilities at the team's pre-World Cup base in Saipan were shocking and worse than a car park. He said he wanted to do his country proud. But about it was about something difficult. about playing in the, the, weather, the grass or something, was it? The weather, the patch, the pitch, the pitch wasn't right.
2: Well, the facilities and all this kind of stuff for the training and all that wasn't up to scratch and Raikim was just getting his point across. He wanted more for Ireland.
10: The treasurer of the Football Association of Ireland, John Delaney, says the FAI always did its best to accommodate the players.
8: We've always listened to Roy's concerns in the past. He criticised the AUL complex on the surface, so we moved to Baldonnell, um,
9: to St Francis' ground, which he's pleased with. He criticised the airport hotel because there was too many people walking around it. We moved to the City West Hotel criticised the fact that that, uh, the players weren't travelling
11: first class, we moved the players up to first class. So we've always listened to his concerns in the past.
10: First place, I don't support the team. I can't take direction.
7: In my now, Roy Keane threatening to walk out. Well, what I don't like about this hysteric is the way the media kind of hone in on this straight away, you know. I wish
0: they'd give the guy a break because I mean, he's under tremendous pressure. Number one, he's one of the best, if not some
11: people say the best midfield player on the world, right? He's playing for one of the best teams in the world, Man you know It just,
10: just to
1: What side were you on? You couldn't sit on the fence. You may never have kicked a ball in your life, but you had to have an opinion. Was this about the new professional Ireland or the old easygoing place? You had to pick a side. Are you with the ace midfield Roy Keane or are you with the manager Mick McCarthy and the Football Association, the FAI? It was a big divide, it split the country.
9: People were
0: getting walked up, taking sides. Nick was right and Roy was right.
10: All this conversation going on over the football and Roy Keane, the saying I had to go into work in bad form listening to it. And, I was,
3: I and what why has it got you rattled? Well, it's just the way they're carrying on, ringing in and giving out about them. I mean, eating bread is it, soon forgotten.
7: I mean, 50% somewhere. everywhere. 50 in
0: favour and 50 against, you know. I often went to 50 cups. <laughs> same everywhere, no matter where I went. I went in holidays and I was still ahead of Different
5: you know, one man doesn't make a team. I've managed under eight, nine, tens, elevens, up to fifteen years of age, mm. and if I had one individual to store in the pack, he'd be gone.
11: People had stupid allegiances just because he was a Manchester United player at the time. But therefore, he could do no wrong if you are a Man United fan.
9: The manager in Manchester United, Alec Ferguson, was able to handle Roy Keane, but he handled him because he realised he was such a valuable asset.
3: I mean, the polarisation between Cork and Dublin. <laughs> you know, to have a word for
8: him
11: in Cork. Gold bag would have been a very popular word. Langer in Cork, I guess, would have been... Uh, yeah, you know. most of the Cork lads went to the side anyway.
10: I suppose I'm, I'm Cork and I'm a Roy porter. You know, he's one of our own, and I suppose I kind of felt, oh, come on, we need him, you know?
3: Cork people automatically... The comparisons of Michael Collins, you know, yeah, and all, all that awesome sort of off,
9: stuff. Uh, t-shirts brought out about, right. uh, you know, another Corkman. And yeah. shot in the back or yeah, whatever,
3: yeah. you know. Yeah, It was it was there was an, an automatic, um, you know, presumption of innocence on the part of Cork people. That's a big one. <laughs> <laughs>
8: That's Dr Mick. <laughs> uh,
9: professor.
7: Uh. We're filling in a, a nice pint of Guinness uh, for the gentleman outside the counter.
1: The Temple Acre Tavern in Guarana Braugher on the north side of Cork City. Roy Keane used to drink here.
7: Well, we have, uh, you know, a couple of um, T-shirts donated by Roy Keane.
2: There's a, pretty, there's a Man United one, though.
1: Oh, eh?
9: That's the shit I hate.
8: <laughs> <laughs> who, are
1: you, who are you following now?
9: This is up there, look. Like... Leeds, is it? Yes.
1: Oh, yeah. The Coca-Cola league? Should I stand back now?
2: You, <laughs> will I hold your jacket? That's <laughs> ah, just, you know, all those guys, heroes, like Man United or one. Can I turn? Derby country.
8: And
11: Liverpool. Liverpool? I thought you were Chelsea. <laughs> oh, liverpool
7: McCarthy shouldn't have been the man for the job anyway in the staff. I don't think he should have been there. But
0: well, he, he had his opinion, and you man had his opinion. McCarthy. McCarthy. He didn't train him that way, well, like like he went to
4: there, You
7: know, Bertel Gear and Alice. I reckon he was right anyway, Raikin. Right he had
9: his
7: opinion, as your man had his, his opinion. And they came out with a junior team. He went out
9: with a load of professionals. They should have had professionals.
0: So they should have been
9: treated like professionals.
0: They should have the right
9: training ground and this and that, eh? But he then he went
7: down to it was, it. was a bog. So that's, that's what he said. <laughs> well, well, bog, it, was yeah, what I it was a bad way to treat the international team, like, oh, going to Pride, you know. The Dry Keen wanted to go out there to win the World Cup. Oh, I remember a lot of my mates falling out over it, up, up, the up around the hill, But like. I, mean, I didn't see man arguing, like, but, you know, like, you you get the buzz later on, you know. Well, I've met Ray a few times here and there, like. Well, Keen is just one of our own, you know. He's a north of it. He's from the north side of the city, though. <laughs> you get a cup of tea and rice here, Raykeen's house, like. If you went down to the other side, you wouldn't, like. It's just bad from the FBI. They are the real problem. That's
0: why they're
7: going
0: down again. <laughs> Well, the Republic of Ireland squad trained today in Saipan and according to our reporter, Gabriel Egan, Keane took a full part in the
1: session. Meanwhile, back in 2002 and back in Saipan, there was toing and froing between Roy and the Irish contingent. Roy had said he was fed up and wanted to go home, but he felt he should stay. It was the soap played out on the radio.
4: Mick McCarthy, having spoken to Roy, that Roy told him that uh, last night when he came to him and told him that he wanted to uh, pull out, he wanted to uh, go home... Uh, for two reasons one was the concerns that he had about his knee which is ongoing as we know he nurses this uh, troublesome knee has been doing so for the last couple of years and it flares up and blows up on him every so often and the other was for personal reasons there were some personal things that he needed to sort out Uh, there were the reasons he gave Mick McCarthy
1: tell me about the people then who took real sides
6: well the guy I remember if he was a Roy Keane addict like he had Roy Keane shirts he lived Roy Keane he lived in Manchester United and what I found was, if you were a Manchester United fan, all rational argument went out of the way, he was a Manchester United player, that's all there was to it. If you were from Cork, more or less, you were a, you, you were a Roy Keane fan. If you were from Cork and Manchester United, there was, you didn't even talk to these people. There was no argument whatsoever. As I say, there, there was one chap in work who just he said, this is it, I have nothing to do with the Irish team, when the World Cup comes, I'm... I'm not watching, I'm not watching any game type of thing. He'd even sit in front of the TV and turn it off not
1: to watch it. You think that sounds ridiculous? Next time you meet someone who was around at the time, tell them a Saipan mania story and see if they can top it. I heard a story about a, a taxi driver and a passenger who had polar opposite views on it, and th- towards the end of the ride when they're coming to town, the driver th- threw the passenger out on
7: O'Connell Street.
8: Vincent, now we go to Ian Mallon of The Star.
7: Ian, what's in The Star tomorrow?
11: Well, Vincent, as you might have guessed, uh, it's all right. A lot of Roy Keane stuff, a lot of great stuff we have tomorrow. Uh, It was this time yesterday, Vincent, and the unthinkable happened and Roy Keane walked out of the Irish squad, uh, leaving us in the lurch for the World Cup. Uh, Apparently now the line... There was a
8: terrible big uh, debate about it. And the attitude was, no,
1: he reneged on his country. Which he did. The Mariner's pub in the town of Drogheda home of Irish players Gary Kelly and his nephew, Ian Hart.
8: You
0: know, he decided, he decided... Why wasn't that um, sorted out before they got onto the plane? But Jim, that's not the point. The point is very simple. A manager has a job to do without anybody turning around yeah. and, and being
7: booked and well, insulted. So yeah, yeah.
0: There's millions of kids in this country who would love to be in very keen's boots to get to a World yeah, Cup. You've or got, or Jim, that you've, you've, got got to, you've got to accept.
5: Uh,
0: it was not Mick McCarty...
1: That boot a hotel.
6: Thank you very much, and now John Kenny is here with all the day sports news.
1: The next episode in the Saipan soap. Roy had said he was leaving the team. He's changed his mind. He's staying.
0: Well, it's emerged today that Mick McCarthy sent a fax to FIFA with his 23 man World Cup squad, which didn't include the name of Roy Keane. Keane pulled out of the squad yesterday, and McCarthy called up Colin Healy as a replacement. However, Keane then had a change of heart. McCarthy had to send a second fax to FIFA with Keane's name on the list, which just beat the FIFA deadline for naming his 23-man
2: squad. Keane revealed that his Manchester United boss, Alex Ferguson, had persuaded him to stay on for the World Cup after he had decided to leave the squad yesterday. But he confirmed that Ireland's final game in Korea or Japan would be his last in a green shirt. His sanity, he said, is more important.
3: It became all very macho. and As a woman, I did stand back from that to some extent at the time because I can remember... Dunphy being interviewed on radio and it was all about, you know, he's the man he's, he's the man, you know, he needs to do this, he needs to do that and, you know, he's the rogue elephant sort of thing and I was saying, he's a football player he's a captain of the team, you know, he needs to take responsibility, you know
1: Describe for me what it would have been like if it was two women fighting
3: If it was two women fighting, you would have had tears, tantrums and then they would have come back if they'd valued what was between them
1: where I was Keane was getting most of the blame because you're working there you're representing your country try to be professional not a two year old right and did did, uh, it seemed to be a lot of the the discussions at the time were also about respect for your elders that no matter what you thought about your bosses you always (laughs) agreed with them not agreed but sort of try to act professional that's the thing I was always kind of you try you're doing a job you might not like the guy, you might despise the guy, you might not exactly weep if he winds up dead,
8: but if you dare to do a job, get on with it.
0: In
1: Then, although Roy had decided to stay, he had also decided to vent about the Saipan setup to the Irish Times and Morning Ireland.
5: You know, you want to do your country proud, but you don't need obstacles in your way every every few yards, and that's the way it feels. For me, anyway, personally, you know, throughout my international credit, there's always been a negative attitude, I think, towards me and from certain people in the press, but I know they have a job to do, and I, I do res- respect that. Um, but... As I said, I don't need a Hastel anymore in my life. I've got more important things to worry about, which is true. It really is. As much as I love football, it uh, as I said, there's more important things for me to worry about at this precise moment in time.
1: Roy Keane was wrong. Even now you're saying that? Yeah, totally. And you had that opinion at the time as well? Yes. Yeah. Why, do you, why do you say that? Never question management.
9: Are you a manager? Yes. <laughs> sure it's an ongoing kind of thing there's always going to be this clash and people are always going to be pushing the boundaries every time you get a text from your daughter who's 16 who wants to stay out beyond midnight and you have to reply to her only if I can text you or only if I can pick you up from where you're supposed to be Ian Malin of the Star.
11: Apparently now the line that we're carrying tomorrow is that Mick McCarthy was fully prepared to let a star player go. In fact, uh, he said something along the lines of you can go, I'm going to bed. It was late at night over there so he, he showed an alarming lack of effort in trying to keep uh, Roy Keane who is indeed our finest player. Maybe
7: he'd had enough.
11: Well, I mean, Vincent... <laughs> this is Roy Key this is the man who who almost single-handedly got us there I mean I've been to a lot of matches myself and, and he, he is something else he, we, we, would, we would be at nothing with him out there and, and, and surely he could have he could have maybe made, it, made a bit of an effort I'm sure Mick McCarthy will have a, an alternative view to, to, to the fact is, the two of them.
9: all political careers end in failure all management careers also end in failure really? absolutely I worked in a position where, where I had um, a lot of power over people I've retired, and uh, sometimes power can be used correctly, sometimes incorrectly. I think Roy Roy Keane is an example of of, uh, an Irish person who is firmly in charge of himself, who is in control, uh, who knows what he wants, a driven person.
8: How
1: did you manage the power yourself?
11: Correctly most of the time.
1: Can I ask you what kind of work you did? What kind of... Admin in public service
11: I wouldn't care to comment about that
1: ok,
9: and were there, did you have mentors did you have somebody who Absolutely was an older no, ho- no, and, that's, the, no, and that, that, that's actually a mistake
1: uh, and you'd, nobody with words of wisdom no older person who was able to say to you "Be I did, now.
9: but they, they died they retired too late I retired early at 59 I'm 59 at the moment I retired 6 months ago best decision I ever took.
1: And do you have people from your former job ringing you and asking you for advice?
9: Yes. you
1: give it freely? Absolutely. Our sports editor, Tony O'Donoghue, is in Saipan. Just when you thought you understood the story, Roy versus Mick, you turned on the radio to find out that Roy was dealing with other issues too.
11: So we did hear of course that uh, Roy... I had personal problems as well. I asked him uh, did he want to elaborate on those personal problems and I got the Roy Keane stare right in the eyes and uh, a very curt no. So um, Roy Keane is certainly playing his last games for Ireland either in Japan or Korea.
0: What's the name? Um, tried to sort it out. Niall Quinn used to sort And if if Niall Quinn couldn't sort it out, nobody could sort it out.
1: Do you remember any older people then when you were starting off working with words and wisdom for you? that you might have disregarded at the time, and you know? Well,
0: uh, the words of wisdom I, I always learned from my father was, st- stick to the knitting. A cobbler should always stick to his last. Okay. Rather
1: than trying to diversify...
0: Um, yeah, I mean, that's how... I mean, most people in business today, that's where where the problems uh, arose, is that... I mean, like, like myself, everybody dabbled in a bit of property and a bit of shares, but, you know, uh, you know if we just stuck to what we know we wouldn't
5: be in the situation we are today. Sometimes you can't really worry too much about other people, you know. As I said, I've got to look after Roy Keane. And sometimes, of course, you know, you do have to do what's best for other people. As I said, if it wasn't for my family, probably, and obviously the millions of fans, um, I'm not saying for any other reason. I'd be at home now. Um, but, as I said, enough's enough. Um, I love playing for my country, um, but my sanity is more important.
1: Was wrong. He was wrong? Yeah. You think Roy Keane was wrong? Roy Keane was wrong. You should have respected
2: the manager. The manager is putting on the powers of the Irish government.
1: I'm asking people questions about whether you should respect your elders. Definitely. Definitely? Yeah, 100%. Even if, even if they've got bad advice for you?
2: Even if they've got bad advice for me, as an elder, I will listen to what he's going to tell me.
8: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, some of what he's going to say might be of good help. Okay. Okay.
10: Calls for the armchair
3: pundits the washed up spoofers to back off Roy's case and take up ballroom dancing instead although the front page headline is Go Home Roy That's what Mick McCarthy told Keane after the skipper decided to stay Rarely, if ever, has a footballer generated such saturation coverage Keane makes the front of all the papers except the Irish Examiner and much of the insides as well and the World Cup hasn't even started Eight days to
10: go, the star reminds
1: us. If the Saipan affair ends up on the Leaving Cert history course, you'll need to know about the meeting. This is where the whole team were gathered and Mick McCarthy upbraided Roy Keane for complaining to the Irish Times and Morning Ireland.
4: And that develops, to quote Mick McCarthy, into a slanging match where McCarthy feels he's being abused by his captain in front of the players. Do
1: you remember what he said at the meeting? Yeah,
4: he called him. Uh, yeah, Mick, you're
1: not, you don't tell the truth.
2: Yeah.
9: You're, you're,
7: you're, you're never a good player. Uh, you can shove your World
9: Cup, you know where. Yeah, he said uh, somebody would stick your World Cup up your ass.
2: Soon as someone mentions me Here's my ten cents
9: My two cents is free A nuisance Who sent? You sent for me? Now this looks like a job for me
11: As World Cup fever grips the nation, the OTE guide reveals...
1: Then, on the morning of Thursday, May 23rd, 2002, Gerry Ryan interrupted his radio show. of
11: the Irish
0: squad and talk exclusively to Ireland strike force, Robbie Keane and Damien Duff.
11: I'm going to do something kind of fairly unprecedented. I'm actually going to inter- interrupt the ads. We've got a quick news
8: flash. Oh, I was probably in the car at the time. I was driving down Pear Street and there was a picture of him in a billboard and I was looking at it when it was announced.
10: In a startling new twist to Ireland's World Cup soccer preparations, the side's captain, Roy Keane, has been sent home from the tournament.
6: I think I was on the M50 or the M4, one of those. I know it was kind of coming to a junction. That's how what I remember, but I was on one of the motorways at the time. And I think it was the one o'clock news, and it was the headline.
4: Good afternoon. The headlines this Thursday lunchtime. Preparations for Ireland's World Cup soccer campaign have been thrown into disarray after the captain, Roy Keane, was ordered home. The team manager, Mick McCarthy, ordered Keane's departure after his criticism of the squad's management. McCarthy said they couldn't take any more disruption. Steve Staunton is the new captain. In other headlines,
6: two Palestinians... I couldn't pull that card in because it was on a motorway. That's all I remember. i just been in shock about it because we were kind of half planning to go to the World Cup at that stage and people had... I had actually paid money to go and see it type of thing and the basis that we were going to do well and I was I was thinking of all these other sort of things going through my head. What are they going to do and what are we going to do and how are we going to get over this? And it was only a football game at the end of the day, you know, but it was, it was so big.
11: Roy Keane is packing his bags and will take no part in the World Cup finals, Irish manager Mick McCarthy announced in Saipan a short time ago. McCarthy claims he was subjected to severe abuse, which he says he cannot and will not tolerate, and so Keane has been sent packing.
8: I mean, Ray Keane, he like, could be a big fan, like, you know what I mean? Would you? Yeah, yeah. What did you not like about Mick McCarthy? Oh, he's a clown. Uh, well, he'll be on TV, you know. He's a clown.
1: I come here, did it remind you of, Anton, that argument between the younger man and the older man? Because that was what no. a lot of people talked about, wasn't it? Mm. Like, who, whether you're right to kind of... He
8: was so talented you should keep
1: him or whether you should always obey the older man. No, you should
8: have kept him. Can't can't Look, I'm. They're my two sons. They don't obey me. Is that good or bad? I don't know now. I'll let you know at the end of the night.
6: <laughs> I can't, will not tolerate. Uh, well, not being spoken to, uh, but the, the, the level of abuse that was thrown at me, so I have uh, sent him home.
4: He thought he was God. Didn't he? He thought he was Maradona oh, of Ireland, didn't yeah. he? Did he? He must have.
1: In,
2: in he's have been allowed back to
4: Cork
5: again. You yeah. think so? Well, that's... Yeah, that's from your opinion.
7: Dave Hannigan is on the line.
0: Keen threatening to leave in the first instance and that fiasco had kind of left a, a bad smell around the place and it was affecting the squad so he had to move quickly because if you let this
4: fester till Sunday you know, other guys guys aren't going to be focusing on the job in hand.
9: I'm in the Christian bookshop on Tucky Street in Cork. Yeah. Yeah, so I do sell the Bible and try and promote it, So and Christianity. So I suppose there are ways in the scriptures of uh, trying to reconcile things if you have differences with a person. It first says, go, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him it's fault between you and him alone. All right. So alone, first of all. If he doesn't listen to you, then take two or three others with you and try and be reconciled. The whole idea is to gain your brother.
1: If Mick had... Mick and
9: Roy had sat down together, is what you're saying, is it? Well, that's the ideal, yes. But I suppose if they still have difficulties, then they should take maybe two or three others that they trust, you know, and try and reconcile it. If you want a sense of what it was like in the country
1: at the time, stand outside a house in Donhamede, Dublin. It's the home of Ireland fan Charlie Gibney and his family. A placid sort of place, it seems,
8: until May 2002. I would be a Mick McCarthy supporter on that. You now Brian, was done, he would have thought different, completely different on that. But I think he done an awful thing by walking out on, on, on the team at that stage.
2: I don't think McCarthy knew how to deal with him because he was his best player. And he felt he wanted to send him home, but how can I send him home? Why are you yeah. shaking your head?
8: Well, I, I don't agree with that because I think McCarthy did try to keep him. You know, because he was our best player, and Kane didn't want to be in Saipan. And I think one of the mistakes was that they should have never brought him to Saipan. They should have brought him to the World Cup.
2: But it was a big, it was big, huge talking point in work and in a home here. Obviously, like
8: what's work? Where do you work?
2: I'm in the defence forces,
1: and people were all chatting about it already. I think everyone, everyone
2: had an opinion on it and given out, and you know.
1: Did anyone
8: have a hand on a gun when they were expressing <laughs> it? Tell me they didn't,
1: or they weren't sitting in a tank when they're <laughs> not, not, they were not at the time. They could have had to try
8: could it have had on the terraces because after that, when we went back to, to watch uh, Ireland play, we did have a, have a problem on the terraces because one of Ireland's first matches after we came back from the World Cup was against uh, Switzerland, I think. And there was a lad sitting in front of us and he kept on singing, keen in, McCarthy out. And to be honest with you, I got pissed off for it. And when when Switzerland scored the second goal, he was up and he was cheered. No. He He did, yes. So I pushed him. And there was a bit of a set too and he got thrown out of the ground. (laughs) (laughs) You you didn't? No, because I knew the steward. (laughs) (laughs) But the funny thing about it was a couple of days later I was in Cork and I was out having a drink for a customer and getting a taxi back to the hotel. The taxi man telling me he was on that terrace that match and of course Keane in Cork is God and he's telling me about this old fella fighting young fellas little did I tell him that, that, that I was the one that was doing it like you know. <laughs> Can I ask your right. what was it like here ten years ago?
10: The rest of the family are girls
3: <laughs>
9: so they probably diffused the situation a little bit it was whether Roy Keane was right whether he should have stayed, whether in Saipan right. there we weren't there, so it's very hard to know like what, what, what the rapport was between the team and.
1: But if you had been there, we would have got to the final, because you would have stopped them. <laughs> I'm not why, sure.
9: Why I'm are you not. shaking?
8: You're shaking
1: your head now. Why? She just started talking. No, none of them would have got a word in to have a fight. <laughs>
8: yeah, 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 That would have been it. Marie started talking, and no one would. That'd would be the end of it. <laughs> well, at least they'd be talking instead yeah. of fighting and exactly. insulting yeah. each other, isn't that right? <laughs> That's right.
10: It's nine o'clock. Roy Keane has left Saipan as he begins the long journey home after being kicked out of the Republic of Ireland World Cup squad. Keane was thrown out yesterday after a row with manager Mick McCarthy. The rest of the Republic squad have arrived in Japan. A BBC reporter quoted Roy as saying he doesn't regret anything that has happened and all he wants to do is go home. And this
1: is where the rest of us got involved. Not in endless debates on Roy versus Mick, Old Ireland versus New Ireland, but in simply squeezing our eyes shut and believing that if we wished for it hard enough, Roy's plane would head back east in time for a happy ending.
10: So is it all over for Keane? Well, the Honorary Secretary of the FAI, Des Casey, says compromise is the only solution and he also says there might still be a slim chance of resolving the problems caused by Keane's departure.
9: I'm sure everybody is still clinging to the hope that there is a possibility, albeit a very slim possibility, that something might be done to
2: achieve a compromise.
3: And then there was all this period, is he going to return or is he... What's happening, you know?
9: Everyone kind of hoped that Key did see sense and go back.
2: He stood up for his principles, so we went home and he was right there, yeah. And have you ever been in a situation like that? Yeah, I have been, yeah. Tell me about it. When I was at work one day and a, a lad wanted me to, to finish off a job before when I when I already had him told that I was going home at four, but he wanted me to do and He kept on at me and at me and at me, so I just left at, at one o'clock. So... Not the same as Roy Keane, but something, but you know what I mean. I stood up for my principles. I wasn't, I wasn't going to work any later, and I just went home, so that was it. And did you lose the job? I did, yeah. The and same th- as Roy Keane. Lost his place in the team for a while. And did they kill you when you got home? Um, no, no, my uncle got me back in the, the following week. But I still had to stand up for my principles.
4: Roy Keane?
1: I know that, yeah. What did you think of it at the time?
4: I hated him, but I see the bigger picture now. I thought he'd done the wrong thing, but he didn't.
1: Because a lot of the discussion at the time was about respect for your elders regardless, wasn't it?
4: Well, Yeah, it would have been at that time, yeah. yeah. It's a different generation now, I think, of people that aren't brought up that way anymore. It's yeah, res- I remember it's respect yourself, I think, now, more than anything else. and Pan was... Hit, Roy Keane was respecting himself and what he thought was right for him.
10: The present generation now, and he in particular, I suppose, would expect a lot more nowadays, like we were in our my age group, I suppose we would put up a lot more you know, we would, really, we wouldn't be as outspoken and uh, I suppose we wouldn't stand up for what we thought was right we'd put up it like sooner than two. but now, I think we all have changed, the older generation definitely <laughs> the, the, the badger time coming out with a medical card for instance, That's true. you know, we, we are we're standing up a bit more, I must say that yeah. I haven't said that, we're probably learning even at our time of life, we're learning maybe from the younger generation.
0: Kim was wrong. Kim was too big-headed. You think so? Yeah, very big-headed. Yeah. My experience was listen to all the people because he put you on the right road. And an all old, the time. Yeah, an old man told me in the dock when I walked in the docks years ago, he said me son, enjoy yourself while you can. You're a great little walker because when you die, you'll be dead all your life. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true and he was a wise little old man and I've all my life <laughs> and I enjoyed my life I travelled around the world and I listened to him and he was a really, really, nice man a little suit and I walked down the docks oh are you still in the docks or what are you doing no this is my shop here now oh, is it? What, is it? what kind of shop is it it's a t- herbal shop oh I doctor like a Dr ML Acupuncture myself my wife is a Chinese doctor oh. I'm, I moved to China I moved to the States I come back from the States I moved to China and I met my wife in the hospital over there She's a doctor, uh, over ten years ago, and three years ago we came back to Ireland and we opened up this shop here. Okay.
11: Ryan, look at the front pages and the, head, and the headline in The Independent. Keen, I was wrong, although the article underneath doesn't in fact use those words. Instead,
0: Roy Keane is said to be in more conciliatory mood. The star says, end the row with a front
11: page editorial that states that this row can and must be settled. The Mirror, also leading with Roy Keane. Th-
6: there's also this thing about the fact that it was happening at a different time of day. They were tw- 20 hours ahead of us. So it was all delayed and there was rumours coming back that he's, he's flying back, he's coming back, he's... The, the, the government was getting involved. There was ple- <laughs> it was mad. It was I,
10: can't anymore anymore
4: I was talking with Tom Humphreys so of the Irish Times, the man who did the interview with Roy that sparked off this whole episode. He feels some of the players off the record want Roy back, uh, that they realise they're now a weaker team without him. <laughs>
2: And then after all the sending home, will he come back and you had fellas on telly, Bertie, you know what I mean? I'll bring him
4: back. I'm only imagining somebody put a microphone in front of Bertie and asked him what about the Roy Keane thing and and he said, well, if there's any way I can help. The general consensus here was uh, that Bertie shouldn't be getting involved. I personally don't think Bertie himself wants particularly to get involved in telling Mick how to run his, his team or the FAI how to run their business.
1: So you're Declan O'Brien and you're a playwright and you're also the poet laureate of the live line Funny Friday and while I Kino was on and it was a musical about the main characters on the pitch you decided to write a play about the characters off the pitch the fans
6: Well when we say I'm a playwright you're kind of
1: overcomplimenting me I, I do a lot of
6: comedy writing and I, as I say I'm a football fan and sure 1990, 1988 we wrote a lot of sketches because of the joy at the time so it was such a big story I felt the story had written itself in a way so the background was there it was only a matter of just kind of saying you need to write about this before, before people forget about it because you do I mean looking back 10 years we're all calm about it but at the time it was so big I said you've got to write about this you know tell me what it's called it's called Saipan Pound Summer but
0: Mick McCarthy <laughs> can send the best player in the team
2: no, the best player in the World Cup at home it's an absolute disgrace <laughs> give us a break to it? it had nothing to do with Mick McCarthy. Or
8: the FAI. Keane wants
6: to go on from the minute he was sent out there. He's a traitor. He shouldn't be left set foot in this country ever
8: again. Matt, will you keep it down for heaven's sake?
6: I just took the view that if you took a fan who was totally and utterly Roy Keane, and uh, his best mate, and I had one as his best man from the wedding as well, who was totally anti Roy Keane, and this narrator guy in the middle who was trying to kind of tell the story from both sides and and how it all evolves type of thing and how they fall out and how they come together again and one act in the play is just about the argument about who's right and who's wrong and Noel Quinn getting involved Niall Quinn? Yeah
8: he's trying to
11: get a deal sergeant
2: so right can come back surely you can't see there's any harm that don't
1: start me on Noel Quinn. Mother Trees in disguise, that fella. Fair play to her. That's some
6: disguise. It was the debates that everyone was having in, in in pubs and in clubs and in offices around the country. So I just tried to put that all together. At the end of the first act, the news breaks that Roy Keane is gone, and they're all in shock. And the second act then is all them talking about the debate. And the, you remember the great debate with uh, Tommy O'Gorman came on TV. It was like. A presidential address, everyone gathered around their TV sets. Shh. It's now almost a week since those first reports began to emerge from the...
1: Roy was in England. We'd only seen him on TV, walking his dog, wearing a tweed cap and a grim expression. Now he was going to be talking to RTE's Tommy Gorman on the One News. Surely he was going to use this as a chance to apologise for losing his temper and ask to be taken back Steven. to Japan. In his
6: first major television interview since his dismissal, Roy Keane speaks about the events which led to his departure from Ireland's World Cup
3: squad. I mean, it was like, sort of, when Kennedy died, where were you when it happened? Because everybody was waiting for it. Everybody was waiting, is he, you know, is he staying or is he going?
5: What happened to me last week, I wouldn't wish it on anybody. I felt I deserved better. No, of course I lost my temper. People will tell you that. People who know me, but people make me out to be a monster, and I'm a loner, and that's nonsense. Absolute nonsense. It Caught the attention of the entire city. It was, it was massive at the time. None, it was what everybody was talking about. But as I said, what well, happened last week will uh, live with me for a long time. It's hurting you, this. No, of course it's hurting me. Dead right, it is.
1: I heard another tale of a, a man who was on the phone to his girlfriend in Africa and uh, he left her hanging on the line for 20 minutes and when he came back she was naturally asking uh, where he'd been and it turned out he'd been listening to the Tommy Gorman interview, Roy.
5: If you thought that they'd take you back, that the players wanted to you take back. take me back? I, yeah. What do you mean if they'd take me back? If they thought that they'd love to have you on the team, that Mick McCarthy was prepared to bury the hatchet with you, that he was prepared to apologise, to meet you halfway, that the players wanted you back... What would Roy Keane,
1: the guy who pulls I on really a green jersey, I do? I really don't know, because no, I can't see it happening. The uh, weekend in Saipan wasn't a sort of cushy little week we thought. I mean, I do remember the first few days that we were uh, sunning ourselves by the pool. And uh... Neil O'Reardon was with the Irish team reporting for the Sun newspaper. That's fine once the story was with the Irish team, but when Roy flew home and went on RTE, Neil and the other journalists had a problem. With poor internet connections, they had no way of hearing the interview that the whole country was
3: glued to. I'm Annette Riden, and uh, my son Neil O'Riordan is a journalist. So we did end up in this ridiculous situation where Neil rang me, and I was in my bedroom with the portable television up on the wall and um, the phone up to the portable television. And of course, what I didn't realise at the time, because I think he only told me as it was happening, that it wasn't just Neil. He had a room full of colleagues doing the same thing and I just found that very funny, you know. I mean, even in the midst of this national hysteria, I found the idea of holding a phone up to my television in Dublin and 20 or odd journalists over in Japan, you know, listening with bated breath to it, I thought that was very funny.
5: The final straw was when uh, I was accused of being the slide, faking injury and uh, going against my teammates in front of everybody and um, I wouldn't accept it and... Uh, I still don't accept
6: that. And then there was this kind of silence for about five seconds when it was over, and everyone says a oh, typical Roy Keane, and I says, I thought totally made sense there, and the argument just breaks down completely. I know he's he's been on television in sport to three million people, but he didn't sport to me, he didn't sport to the players. I've not ac- I've not received any phone calls from Roy, and the squad's not received any phone calls from Roy.
1: And yet, even while we listen to that we held on to our dream that Roy and Mick would make up in time for the first match in the tournament. Foolish, weren't we? Good morning in Ireland. It's seven o'clock in the morning. In Japan, it's three o'clock in the afternoon on Tuesday the 28th of May. This is Morning Ireland with Anya Lawler and Colm McCullough.
10: The news headlines, hopes of a return by Roy Keane to the Irish World Cup squad, appear to have been firmly ruled out after the rest of the team rallied behind the manager, Mick McCarthy. In a statement issued in Japan, the players said they had no personal malice towards Keane, but the interests of the squad would be best served without him.
8: Oh, how are you, how are you? I'm Ronnie
0: Whelan, I am on a walk from Belfast to Dublin, now going through Drogheda, I'm trying to raise money for a condition my daughter's got called
1: myasthenia gravis.
0: Wow. Been on this call. Hey, how I'm you?
1: Roland Kelly from Hi, Ron, Radio. Right? how are things? Good. Very good. I'm actually in town doing a documentary about Saipan.
0: Yeah, I remember it well, it's still one of those... Um, Moments in Irish football, isn't it? That everyone still talks about. Well, just the whole thing of Roy saying he was coming home. It's like, why? Why are you coming home to a World Cup? Um, obviously, he had his, his reasons and he felt strongly enough about it to come home. Which you, you know, you don't just walk out of a World Cup because I'm a little bit fed up. I think there's a bit more to that than I know. they did well. Just to That's what you've done.
8: Bring Josh over, do one more. Bring Josh over.
0: Ian Hart, Niall Quinn, and Mark Kinsler. So the talking and infighting now is to stop. McCarthy says it's the results on the pitch that the Republic of Ireland squad will be judged on. And in less than half an hour, we'll find out if Keane's absence will be felt or will Ireland get off to the perfect start in Nagata in the group E clash with the Lions of Cameroon. Good
1: morning. It's 10 years on. We're still talking about Saipan? Of course we are. It was about those universal themes compromise, managing talent, showing respect, perfection. Holding on to dreams. And
10: you're very welcome to the Big Swan Stadium in Nagata. Good morning and yeah, you, John. it was about
1: sport news, too. First
10: of all, with regard to the Irish team, Mick McCarthy has named that team inside the last 15 minutes or so.
1: For anyone who doesn't know football, or what's been going on since, what about the characters? What are they doing now? What's Roy doing? What's Mick doing? What's Niall doing? Well, Roy has become full circle,
6: as I say. He has become a manager since uh, for a number of teams. He'd always given out about pundits as well, Roy Keane. And uh, he's now a pundit. And uh, he's a pundit with the likes of Patrick Vieira and Gareth Southgate, guys he would have had kind of history with, you know. Mick McCarthy has managed a couple of teams. Now, he's recently sacked as well, but he'll find another job. He's got a great reputation and also has been a pundit himself. And himself and Roy have made up to an extent as well. And Niall Quinn obviously went on to to great things where he he bought the club and he sold the club and he's doing all sorts of things now. He's also a pundit too, you know,
1: they've moved on
6: they have all moved on and I'd say they'd all have a point with each other and have a laugh about it type of thing but there are probably supporters still left behind who will say I'll never talk about this." You know, if they see Mick McCarthy, I'll go mad if I see Roy Keane I'll go mad i turn off the TV you know uh, so yeah i say say the fans are the ones who had the issues really this is just this is just Work for these guys, you know.
10: That team inside the last 15 minutes or so, and a couple of talking points. Of course, Shay given in goal, in defence, uh, Gary Kelly, Ian Hart, Steve Staunton, who captains the side, and Gary Breen. So Gary Kelly in in place of Steve Finnan. Finnan.
3: I'm been sure there are times when Roy Keane is sitting back in a chair, relaxing, patting his dog on the head, and thinking, "What if?" Because the bottom line is, you couldn't possibly. Do anything other but think what if? Because, in actual fact, the team, despite a disastrous introduction to the whole thing, they actually did okay. Well,
4: the two captains have exchanged the uh, traditional uh, pre match uh, pedants, and uh, Ireland breaking away left of the halfway line, the Cameroon players down in a huddle right side. Well, I think the main thing was would we have done better if you had been involved in the team? That's, that was the big question. Do you think we would? Yeah, I definitely think, yeah. ...in the last while, because it really has been the most traumatic, traumatic uh, ten days for Irish soccer that I have ever, ever experienced. These players have been through the emotional ringer, as we welcome listeners to 2FM here, to the Swan Stadium, the big Swan Stadium in Igata, for uh, Ireland's opening game, the opening game of the World Cup in Japan, Ireland against Cameroon.
8: we done very well in the World Cup, but we could have done a lot better with him.
4: Indeed, and a two-all draw, and uh, just last weekend, when week McPartlin was out, in Cameron Dennison away. So Ireland make their history. Their third World Cup finals is underway here in Japan. The ball goes high from the uh, Irish defence. This time, it's uh, almost a handball by, in fact, uh, Kevin Kilpan has been penalised by the Japanese referee. The ball bouncing
7: up. Well, I reckon we could have nearly done it that team of Rice did. I really really 20? so I'd say we could have gone to the final a
4: the little bit of pressure there from Robbie and we a song the captain forced to it out of play and throw to
8: we could have won the world cup that year if he had to
11: stay
4: so from the Cameroon corner flag, played into the feet of Robbie Keane, back to McIntyre, switches it back to Gary Kelly, loops one into the penalty area. He oh, Gilbert was trying to hook his boot around that ball. He had a defender in tow, and uh, he had Ring of song, the captain of uh, Cameroon, in tow. There, just couldn't wrap his foot around it and get a shot on target. That was a good early ball that uh, Gary Kelly whipped in
9: there. Was that... no, it, looked like it was just.